Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Players NIL podcast. Today, a special guest, a NIL storyteller, Kelly Dockery, freshman volleyball player at the University of Notre Dame. Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. It's so, uh, so good to see you. And, you know, as part of our inaugural class of NIL storytellers, Kelly, we brought you in to try and document and um, and create a story around your journey as a student athlete, your journey as an NIL athlete, your journey as a partner in the Players NIL Five Pillars curriculum. But before we get into any of those things, I always like to um, ask my guests to, a question that has you know two words in it: sports and athletics. And the question is, what was the early early memories you have of being exposed to sports? Went to a game, watched a game experience something with your parents, your neighbor, your grandparents, your aunt, your uncle. Tell us about your first exposure to sports. Do you remember? Um, so my first exposure to sports would definitely be the little league soccer team where I was a goalie and, you know, probably wasn't the best of my job, but it was a super fun first experience. And it was something that my parents would take my brother and I both to, and we'd be on the same team. And then, Whenever my brother decided he didn't want to play soccer anymore, I went along with him. He decided he wanted to play flag football. And so I was like, you know what? Well, if you can play flag football, I'll play flag football. So that was like our next experience together was doing that. And then we started to divide our paths on like what sports that we started playing. But it was really fun growing up doing it with my brother, like playing t-ball, playing soccer, playing flag football, all that stuff we got to do together. And it was a super cool bonding experience that you have with your sibling. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that you played flag football. That's awesome. You know, you settled on volleyball, <laughs> you settled on volleyball in college, but what other sports did you play in high school? Um, I like to say that I tried a lot of sports growing up and those were three of them. I also did horseback riding I um, did volleyball. I ran cross country. I tried basketball. Um, I'm trying to think. I did something else, but I can't quite remember what I did. But yeah, I, oh, I did dance for like six years of my life. I did it for so long. So I definitely, my entire life was filled with sports and absolutely loved it. Like if I hadn't chosen to like play volleyball, I would have been perfectly happy playing a million different sports. <laughs> You're a college coach's dream, a, a diverse athlete with lots of experiences, and and it probably leads to your athleticism on the volleyball court. So at what point did you realize that, hey, you know, I might be pretty good at this volleyball, and I might be able to use this to gain some opportunities in college? Do you remember? Was there a tournament that you peaked at? Was there a recruiting letter that you got? Tell us about how the first time you realized, oh, Heck, I could probably play in college. Well, my mom played in college for a smaller D1 school. And so she knew that living where I live, which is, we call it two hours from anywhere, I wouldn't really get the opportunity that I needed if I wanted to go play in college. And so I was automatically, she put me to this club in, or in Atlanta so that I could get the training that I needed. And it wasn't until four or five years in the club, I think it was my 14th season before my freshman year, that I started just getting camp invites from colleges, which is all you were allowed to get at that age. And 
that was whenever it first hit me that like I could go play somewhere I didn't know where I didn't know the level of play that I could you know peak at but getting that interest from colleges that young I knew that I still had four years of development and I could do it I could go somewhere and that was so exciting to learn and to experience love that great story you chose the University of Notre Dame. You're a freshman there currently on the volleyball team. Tell us about your first first semester in college, first season. What did you learn? What surprised you? What you know? What were you excited about? What were the, some of the things that you went through? Well, I would say the thing that I was most excited about was the opportunity to develop more. Whenever I was choosing my colleges and deciding where I wanted to play, I wanted somewhere where I knew I could work and get an opportunity to find myself on the court, but that it wouldn't be easy and that I would go to a school that would develop me more. I didn't want to just hit a standstill whenever I went to college and play for somewhere that I didn't feel like I was going to get better at. And so Notre Dame was the perfect match for me, honestly, with the academics that I really care about and the volleyball team and the coaching staff and the level of play in the ACC that I know that for the next four years, I'm going to constantly be pushed and I'm never going to like hit my limit. I'm never going to max out. I'm just going to keep getting better because that's the kind of program that they're trying to build is just a constant development of players. You impressed me as a student athlete that has a curiosity for the unknown. And I don't mean, you know, what's behind door number three. I mean, how good can you get, right? How great can your talents, you know, become? And with your commitment and your efforts, I'm sure that you'll get there. But what are your dreams from a volleyball standpoint, from a sports-specific standpoint? What are some of the dreams and ambitions that drive you in the offseason now when you have to continue to work out in college? (laughs) Well, I feel like that's the easy part because you constantly just want to see what your body can do and what you're capable of. So the drive is the easier part. But thinking of yourself like four or five years down the future after college is over, I would love to play professionally. And so for me, it's not really a means to an end. Like it's all over after four years. I would love to just keep working to where I can get that opportunity later on and find the connections to go play overseas or just further whatever volleyball path takes me, (laughs) No matter what it is. I mean, I honestly just love the sport. So whether it's playing professionally or being a coach somewhere, I know that like the knowledge that I'm learning from all these great places and people is going to help me. Yeah. So that, you know, I, I happen to know a little bit about your personal interests and, and, and travel is, is part of that. So it'd be amazing to combine your athletic interests with your personal interests. So tell us about your personal interests. What do you do off, off the court? You know, I know you're into traveling. Tell us about that. Any other hobbies or any other interests? Um, well, I love traveling. I got my first taste of going overseas with the volleyball club that I played for. They're one of the only volleyball clubs in the nation to actually take some girls from the club onto international trips every single year. And so I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to go to South Africa and Botswana my um, sophomore year. And then my senior year, I got to go to Croatia and um, – Montenegro and Slovenia and it was oh my gosh it literally just fueled my desire to want to just explore everywhere because I was like those are places that I never even thought about like wanting to visit and then once I went there it just made me realize like 
what every place in the world has to offer and <laughs> you don't get the same experience at you know the same place at different places so that yeah. was what fueled love of traveling and then also I love sketching um I wouldn't say I'm very good at it but I like doing little cartoons like I can draw what I see and I think it's a good like stress reliever to be able to do that like in class it helps me focus so I love to sketch things and um honestly like what I was telling you earlier I just am from such like a sports-minded background that in my free time I love to do things that require <laughs> physical exertion or some sort of like sport like after practices last semester I would go and shoot basketball I rock climb I am having my friend teach me how to play tennis, which I've learned that I'm not very good at yet, but, you know, we're working on it. <laughs> so, honestly, trying to stay active the rest of my life it would keep me so I happy. <laughs> I love it. What are, you, what are you studying at Notre Dame? I'm studying neuroscience and behavior, and it's a tough major right now. I just finished my chemistry and my chem lab, and I'm going to be going into orgo and physics and all that jazz but I'm super excited for the major specific classes like the neuroscience class that I'll be taking my sophomore year super excited for it I don't even know how to spell all those words no less could I take those classes hey I just say it I don't spell it <laughs> <laughs> so uh um we're in academic year number two of name image and likeness NIL you're perfectly positioned um Women's volleyball was the number four generator of NIL deals in year number one. So you're in a great sport. Why NIL? Why is NIL interesting to you? Why is it important to you? And tell us about why you chose to work with us, the players NIL. What was it about our program that got you excited? Well, one, I feel so lucky to have this opportunity to be in the NIL at this time because being a freshman, it really just gives me the opportunity to try to develop this over the next four years while I'm a student athlete. Whereas like a lot of my upperclassmen teammates, just like they're graduating this year and they decided they weren't like really interested in it because they're moving on to the next part of their lives. And so my thought process with this was just, if I can put in the work now, I can make this a part of the rest of my life and like a business that I can develop myself and that I can make a name for myself outside of volleyball with whatever that I'm trying to do. And so I think it's just a really cool opportunity that you just can't pass up. <laughs> and with the players in IL, I think what attracted me was the mutual benefit that you get from it because I'm learning so much from this course and it's all information that I'm going to take with me and keep in my head for forever and use. <laughs> and so this deal was different than a lot of the other deals that I've tried to like get in on and do because it's not just money that you make from this. It's the education, it's the learning, it's the experience, it's the um, drive and the determination to actually succeed with what you're doing. It gives me a reason to like not slack off if that makes it, if that makes any sense. Like it keeps me, um, what do you call it? keeps me dedicated to it because <laughs> well, I don't think with, I, would, like, I don't think anyone I don't think anyone would call you a slacker so don't worry hey I have to have my reminders sometimes you'll be surprised my mom will get on me if I don't <laughs> well now that you're home you still have to clean your room probably 
I haven't let my mom in my room because it would scare her. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings up a great question. So you have this unbelievable academic rigor, you know, neuroscience. You go to one of the great academic institutions in the whole world, University of Notre Dame. You're playing at a high level. How do you balance? What's the time balance? How do you manage that? What are the tricks and the tips that you can share with student athletes that are trying to manage academics, athletics, social, NIL, family, all of these balls in the air? What is, how do you keep it all organized and keep it straight? And how do you create a plan? That's a question that has been developed over this past semester for me, because if it was um, earlier in the semester, I would have told you just sleep less, <laughs> get those three hours, four hours of sleep. But I learned quickly with that this semester that it's not maintainable to be able to do that. And so you really just have to carve out the time for yourself. Like at first I was finding myself solely focused on my academics and my athletic career. And those were the only things that I was giving time to my life. But you find like you soon realize that you need that balance in your life. Like it's the only way you're going to be able to have that peak performance without the sleep, without the social life, without the interests and the hobbies that just give you life and make it seem like a different day and a special day, you're not going to be able to be at your best mentally or physically. And so really the thing that you just have to do is carve it out. Make sure that you make that time for yourself because like with my Bible study, if I don't carve out that time for myself, I'm not going to get to it. I'll do like TikTok and then the 15 minutes of Bible study just seems like too much. So it's definitely just like choosing to do it and making it a priority in your life. Well, you're an athlete, so you have, you know, you're used to schedules, you're used to regiment, you're used to discipline, sacrifice, all those things. So it sounds like you've just expanded that into your personal life. So the last couple of minutes of our conversation is the advice part, Kelly. So this is, and, and you're all of a freshman in college. It's not like you've experienced a lot yet. You have a long ways to go, but you experienced a lot in high school. You experienced travel, you experienced high level competition. You experienced all the sacrifice. I'm sure that travel team was practices were like you say, two hours from nowhere for you. And so <laughs> this, this is the advice section, you know, young Kelly Dockery, a sophomore in high school, now NIL exists, you know, high-level Division I athlete, high-level academics. Go back to your sophomore year. Speak to yourself in the mirror. Let us know what would you say to yourself. What advice would you give yourself? Well, if it's anything that this Players NIL education has taught me, the advice would be just do it. Just jump in, dive into the course, dive into the dedication to it because it couldn't hurt. That's like the one thing that I'll say is with your effort, it can't hurt to try. And most like 99% of the time, if you put in the work for it, you'll succeed in accomplishing whatever goal you have for yourself, whatever that means for your own life. It doesn't have to be the same for every person, but setting those goals for yourself really just give you something to focus on and something to like dedicate your time to. And so just sophomore me, just do it. Just jump in. Like, this is a new thing. This is a new opportunity. Nobody's really done it before in different sports. And so being a volleyball player and being a freshman this year, like, just do it. <laughs> just jump hey, in. 
yeah, that, that expression worked for Nike. So uh, I guess just do it still uh, works. Um, so if people want to follow your journey, if they want to see, you know, what you're working on, what you're doing, where can, what are your social handles? Where can they find you? Um, so my TikTok handle is KK0.0. I am really, really working so hard on being more active and creating more content so that I can build my profile. And then my Instagram is Kaylee underscore Dockery. And those are the two social medias I use for the most part. And that's where you can follow my journey. Awesome. Well, we wish you nothing but the best of luck. We thank you for your participation in today's podcast recording. Um, and uh, we're excited to be part of your journey. We can't wait to watch you grow and learn. And we can't wait for you to become an influencer to younger girls, right? You know, whether it be, you know, social media, academics, athletic advice, you know, you're a role model. That's why we were excited to partner with you. And I just want to say, you know, happy holidays and happy new year. And uh, thank you for being part of the podcast today. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the opportunity.